Welcome to Rise and Shine. I am your host, Abby Cornelius, and this is a podcast dedicated to busy working mamas like you to help you rise professionally and shine personally. Grab a cup of coffee. Let's get started. Let's begin summer session number two, where we are going to talk about the concept of beginning with the end in mind. This is habit number two from Stephen Covey's book, Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. And it is so important and something we don't often talk about is what's the end game? You know, at the end of your days, what do you want to be known for? What do you want the story that people tell about you to be? And I think that the last few years with the pandemic and everything going on has really brought more folks to thinking about what would happen if, or we experienced so much loss. I know me personally, I've been to three funerals in the last you know year and a half that were people who died way too young and people who left behind beautiful families and children. And it's hard to not sit there and feel, what if it was me? Or what if that was my kids? Or, you know, and also just feeling the sadness of losing those that you love. Like it's very eye-opening. And for whatever reason in our culture, we don't talk about death much. I think it's something we prefer to just pretend doesn't happen. But I think that the people who make the biggest impact in the world are those who are intentional intentional about who they are and what they want to be known for. And so for this Sunday or for this summer session, I want you to think about that. Think about maybe not your funeral, maybe just your obituary, or maybe just, you know, you at 80 years old and people, when they bring up your name, they're like, oh, Abby, you know, she's so what, what is that? What did they say about me? You know, when it comes to the end of my life. And for me, this is part of why so much of my life has changed in the last few years is me getting really clear that, you know, I felt like I was on a path that wasn't taking me to the destination I wanted to go to personally. And so that caused me to start making a series of small decisions to get back on a track that aligned more with what and who I wanted to be known for. And, you know, I want to be known as a helper. I want to be known as an active and present mom. I want people to say that, you know, she chased her dreams. She gave it her all. um, And that I had a heart of serving and helping others. And I needed to create a path that allowed me to do more of that and rewrite my story and rewrite where I was going. I don't want a a lifeline that was just self-serving, although I do want to take care of myself. I want it to be to the benefit of me and the benefit of others, which is like a win-win. And we'll talk about that in a later episode this summer. But I want you to take that moment and I want you to say, okay, if I had to If I could write the rest of this story and I could create that last chapter, what would I want that chapter to look like? And then you can start reverse engineering your habits and behaviors and your circle and all of those things to help you get towards that end result. The opposite of starting with the end in mind is 
beginning with squat in mind. <laughs> and Stephen Covey says, this is people who do not plan ahead. They don't set goals. They don't worry about the consequences of their actions. They go with the flow. They live for the moment. Party on, dude, for tomorrow you may die. And it's the same concept, right? Like, hey, I'm going to go. But they want to just, you know, YOLO, you only live once, do it all, and not think about the impact of all these decisions and consequences that we're, that we're making. So what I want you to do when you're thinking about this end goal is you can think about certain um, roles that you play. Hey, I am a mother and I want to show up this way as a mother. I'm a wife. I want to show up this way as a wife. I'm an employee or a boss or a business owner. I want to show up as these ways. I'm a church member. I'm a member of my community. Whatever these important roles are that you hold and define what you want to be in those roles and how you want to show up. Stephen Covey, Covey highly encourages writing a personal mission statement. And this can be done a variety of ways. I don't think there needs to be a one size fits all approach to mission statements. But I know for me, many years ago, somebody said, write down five things as if they happened. And this is like a, a vision goal setting, right? So I am, I, I used to have on mine, I am a business owner. I had that on there for years before it happened. Um, I own a lake house, don't own a lake house yet. That's still on my list. That's something I want to provide to my family as a legacy opportunity for us to have this place together as the families grow, so on and so forth. So I have all these things that I, that I want and I cast these visions for my life. But over the years, I, I tweaked that instead of like things that I wanted into um, how I wanted to show up, which is that helper, that active and present mom, that, you know, loving wife and support system for my family. Like those things kind of shifted for me and that's okay. So start wherever you need to start, but it's what's the end game. And for now I've oversimplified it to now. I'm sure you've heard me say this. I, my mission is to do more of what I love with who I love. And I mean, what a great gift to give, right? To the world is showing up, doing what you love and what you feel most passionate about and giving your gift to the world and to show up great for those in your circle and those that you love. And do I fail at that from time to time? Sure, absolutely. Um, but without a goal in mind, I'm certainly not going to get there. I'm going to make self-serving choices. I'm going to make choices that take me further away from that goal. I'm going to say yes to too many projects that don't light me up. I'm going to say no to my family and friends too many times because X, Y, and Z are inadvertently taking a priority. So you do need to have this personal mission statement. And this is what you can weigh things against. And so I want to stress that it's easy to just make a decision. And I do think we should be quick decision makers, but sometimes it's hard to know what the right thing is because we don't even know where we're trying to go. And so for me, this clarity and this rewriting of that script helped me start weighing opportunities that came up to me to see if they were a right fit for me. So when I started exploring different business opportunities and ways that I could own my own business, I explored a ton of them, but so many of them required an enormous amount of capital, which I didn't have, or they required buying a lot of inventory and office space or purchasing into a franchise. Again, a lot of capital that I didn't have. Um, some of them took time, like they would take three or four years, three to five years for you to really start making any money. And I didn't have the time to invest in that either. I needed to make money very quickly. Should I start my own business? I needed to invest very little capital. Um, other things were volume plays. So your profit margins were low, but if you did a lot of volume, you could be highly profitable. Well, I didn't want to do high volume, low profit. 
Uh, I wasn't groomed that way in corporate. I was groomed high profit, low, low volume. And so I needed to make sure that I did something that felt aligned. And then there was also the work that I was doing, you know, was it serving people or was it just to make money? And, and so there were all these different things I had to weigh it against. And eventually I landed on something that I needed an opportunity that was high profit, low investment, low time. I wanted something that maximized my personal exchange rate when it came to a business strategy. And that's partially why I landed on coaching and it aligned with what I loved doing. Um, and then also same thing in my other business. It's a high profit, uh, not so much low time because there's a lot of manual work involved with it, but we don't need volume to make money. We just need to do a good job. And so I wanted to just kind of reiterate to you guys, like you don't know if something's the right decision. You don't know if you're on the right path unless you know where you want to go. And once I got that mission clearly defined, now opportunities that come up, I can say, no, that's against it. Um, not long after I quit my corporate job, I was kind of flooded and inundated with job offers or conversations. Hey, we'd love to have you. Let's talk about this. Let's talk about that. And I'll entertain anything because it's just my nature. I was like that when I was in corporate, I always interviewed. I'll, I'll be like that now. I'm never afraid. I'm, I'm too opportunistic to not explore things. But at the end of the day, it was like, no, that requires me to be in my car for an hour and a half a day. And that hour and a half a day is going to be, or I'm sorry, hour and a half commute each way <laughs> is three hours that I'm not with my family. And so that's a no. Another opportunity that came my way was extensive travel. The work was amazing. The people was amazing. The culture was made, but the travel was so much that there was no amount of money that made that trade off worth it for me in this season of life, because I'm really clear that I want to show up for my kids when they're at this stage that they are. And so it allows you to have this um, almost like filter or lens of, hey, is this is this the right decision? Is this where I want to be headed? And it makes those decisions so much easier for you. So I encourage you guys, think about, I know this is terrible, think about the end. What do you want to be known for? Craft a personal mission statement that says, I am these things, assuming that you're already those things. Put it somewhere. Some people make vision boards. Some people write it out. Um, I utilize my mission statement every Sunday night when I do my Sunday planning session. I write out my mission is to do more of what I love with who I love. That way, when I'm going into planning my week, I know where my focus needs to be. Um, and then making sure that your principal center is a is focused on the right things that align with that. You know, some people are very money focused. Some people are very ego focused. Some people are very family focused. Some people are very church focused. If you are pouring too much into one bucket, this is when we feel imbalanced. This is when we feel like there's a lack of focus. So maybe identify four principles that are important to you and make sure that you're crafting a mission statement that speaks to all of them. Um, I grew up in a, you know, very strong church situation where some people were so diehard with the church that they forgot about how to be good people because they were so busy supporting the church. Or, you know, there's other folks that are so focused on money that they make all these decisions at the expense of their family because they're trying to just earn that paycheck. And so you need to have that mindfulness of all of the principles in your life that are important to you. And how can you find win-wins to match each one of those? I promise you guys, there are a million and one different ways to make money. There are a million different one different ways to show up for your community. There are a million and one different ways to show up for your family. If you think I have to do this or I won't make money, that's not a great mindset. That's a um, not a growth mindset. That's a, what the heck's it called? 
fixed mindset, sorry. And, you know, same thing like, oh, I can only show up for my community if I participate in this one event, but it's going to take four weeks. Well, no, that's not true. There's a million and one ways you can support your community. That is not the only way. And so make sure that you're being mindful that there is a win-win out there that can help you meet more of your principles versus just focusing and putting too much weight on one. Um, okay, so begin with the end in mind. I want to share kind of some action steps, how you can work through this on your own. Um, take a few moments, write down your roles, like I said, and are you satisfied with the mirror image of your life? So think about now. So say, here's my mom column, here's my work column, here's my health column, here's my finance column. How would you rate yourself? Would you give yourself a 10 out of 10? Would you say, I'm crushing it as a mom? I'm crushing it in my health. I'm doing so phenomenal in my finances. Or is there a sliding scale there? When you do this visual exercise of seeing each of your columns and how you're showing up, then you are able to make the adjustments and make the changes that you need because you're going to see where you are deficient or where you're maybe misweighted. Okay. And then find a quiet time and just write, write, like physically write, not in an app. There's something different happens in your brain. When you physically write things, grab some scratch paper, write out the dream for your life. Where do you want to go? I don't think we take enough time to just truly be forward thinking and truly just say this, this is what I would love my life to end up with. There is power in that. Once you put the pen to paper, you're giving yourself permission to dream a dream. And you're also opening up for opportunities to come your way. There's a there's this thing that happens whenever you buy a new car, right? So I have a Toyota Venza and I got it two years ago. And once I got the car, I saw Venzas all over the road. My neighbor just got a Tesla. And now I feel like I see Teslas everywhere. It's because once you're thinking about something, you open up your perception to it and you start to see it more around. There were always Venzas on the road or always Teslas on the road. I just wasn't thinking and I wasn't being mindful. So I wasn't seeing what was out there. Our mind filters. Our ears filter what we hear. So if I start saying, Hey, I want these amazing women coaching clients. And I think about what that, you know, what my ideal client looks like and the way that I can help them. Now, when I'm out and about in conversations, I hear things that I didn't hear before. I find opportunities that I didn't see before because I have this perception of this is how I want to show up. This is how I want to help. And so my brain subconsciously is seeking it out for me. Whereas before, when I wasn't a coach, the same conversations were probably happening. I just wasn't attuned to them. I wasn't hearing these different things going on and, and peaking up because it wasn't in my wheelhouse to be mindful of. Does that make sense? All right. I hope this is making sense for you guys. All right. So think about this. What do you want your end to be? Habit number one was be proactive. Take ownership. You can control your destiny. You are the captain of the ship. Habit number two is begin with the end in mind. Do you have a personal mission statement? Do you have clarity on where you want to go personally and professionally? Uh, it is okay to change this. So I don't want you to feel like you have to have this all figured out. It's just where are you today? Like I said, years ago, my mission statement looked very different than it does today. And I'm sure in 10 years from now, it's going to be very different too. But you need that end in mind. You need that goal that you're chasing today. All right. If this is something that interests you and you need help and support doing this, please reach out to me. Some of this stuff is the work that we do within the Alignment Academy. I'm just trying to give you quick little tidbits here on the podcast. But if you want to dig into this more, like I said, reach out. There should be a book a call link in the show notes, and I'll gladly hop on a call with you and see how I can help you with crafting this mission statement and getting really clear about what you want. That way, when you do go to interview, that way, when you do decide, hey, are we going to move? That way, when you do decide, should I start this business, you have a framework that tells you, is this a good decision or not? 
because does it align with where I wanna go at the end of the day? All right, ladies, go forth, write that mission statement, shine bright, and I'll see you next week. Bye.